Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. my friends and welcome to the Your Dream All Mind podcast. This is my first solo episode of 2022. Nice to be here. So I had an idea of what I was going to talk about today and then I decided to bump that down a bit because uh, there's some stuff that happened to me this week that really got me thinking about what it's like to work for yourself and to step into your own business. And These things might sound quite silly and maybe a bit fluffy, but these things are really, really important, I think, when you when you first start to work for yourself. So if you think about um, when you work for somebody else, you um, if you go to an office or, you know, your place of work, there might be um, uh, there's there'll be a time that you've got to be there. Right. There'll be a start time. Um, There'll be a dress code. You'll know what you have to wear and that will depend on uh, your working environment. There will be some kind of codes of conduct as in what you will, um, what standards of behaviour are acceptable and are not acceptable in in your place of work. There will be ways to communicate uh, during your working time. There will be, um, there will be an environment that you will sit in, an office or a place of work. There will be, breaks you know for lunch or coffee there will be a, there's a finish time there's all sorts of things there's all sorts of ways of working that you have when you work for somebody else and you probably don't really think that much about it because you start somewhere you know you find your feet you settle in you work out how they work there and that might be different to where you worked before and well you just get on with it, don't you? You just kind of settle into how that organisation works, what their culture is and how that's going to be. So imagine all of that and then imagine you've decided that 2022 is the year you're going to take the plunge and you're going to work for yourself. Brilliant, right? You want to get some of that freedom, fulfilment, flow and fun into your life that I'm always talking about because that's what I have and that's what I hope to inspire my clients, my listeners and my audience to achieve too. So imagine that you want to achieve all of that in your life and you work for yourself. And then you, that first, the first week you work for yourself, you're probably an eager beaver. And then the second week or the third week or the second month or the third month, you realise that there's nobody watching you to see if you are doing the things that you thought you should be doing. Uh, There's nobody checking up on you. There's nobody questioning what time you start work. And uh, there's nobody saying, hey, Laura, you should be in that meeting now because, well, you set your own meetings up and you're controlling your diary. There's nobody um, checking in on your progress to see if you are achieving your goals. There's nobody asking you if you've understood the induction because guess what? There was no induction when you started working for yourself. 
there's nobody to work alongside you because when you work for yourself, you don't have colleagues and there's nobody saying, do you know what, Laura? Uh, I don't think that's an appropriate standard of, uh, of office wear, like you're not dressing for the, um, for the job that you're doing. There's none of that. And of course, not having any of that is, is quite freeing, right? Because you don't have to conform to anybody else. And that is a level of freedom that you don't have when you work for somebody else, when you're employed. But um, there is that saying, isn't there? Too much of anything is a bad thing. Is that the saying? And I think you have to be careful that you don't veer into just, well, whatever, you know, no structure, no routine, no sense of identity, no sense of culture. And you kind of can get a bit lost in that. And I can sometimes get a bit lost in that because when I first started working for myself, I thought, oh, if I'm not like at my desk or working at nine o'clock, then I'm doing something wrong. And of course, that's ridiculous because when you work for yourself, you can set your own hours. But when you don't have set hours, it can sometimes then like the rest of your life can overtake your working time. And suddenly you think, oh, I don't know how I ever fitted any work in because I've just got so much to do, which in all honesty, is complete rubbish because you have plenty of time to get all that stuff done. And there is also a saying, isn't there, that the longer you have to do something, the longer it'll take you. So this podcast is called Start As You Mean To Go On and it's to get you thinking about when you step into that dream business working for yourself, think about what you want that to look like. So You do need routine and I don't care what anybody says. Routine is good. I'm not saying that you have to structure every single, you know, half an hour, hour of your day, but routine is really helpful. You know, uh, over the Christmas period where you don't know what day it is because you've just been eating chocolate and watching telly and drinking Baileys and all the days merge into one. And then particularly the one we've just had where... Saturday, uh, Boxing Day and Christmas Day fell on the Saturday and the Sunday. So therefore you had bank holidays um, uh, the following week and then New Year's Day fell on the Saturday. So again, the bank holiday. So it was actually really hard to keep track of where you were. And uh, and I don't know about you, but after Christmas, I kind of look forward to getting back into the routine because of the bank holiday last week. This is the first full working week and that felt good to me. Okay, Monday, I'm going to be at my desk doing work. Therefore, this feels like a routine. So when you work for yourself, see if you can find the routine that works for you. Now, you won't find it straight away because you'll have to work out, kind of suck it and see, see what feels right. But try and find the routine that works for you. And if you are somebody who likes to stay up late, then maybe your routine doesn't involve being, you know, working or having your laptop open at nine o'clock because maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe when you work for yourself and you're a bit of a night owl, you are more productive in the afternoon or in the early evening. Therefore, you don't need to be up early. And you know what? If that's your routine, perfect. So find a routine and a kind of working pattern that works for you. I've been working for myself now for about 18 months and I decided this year that one of my goals was going to be that I don't work Fridays When I worked in corporate, I worked four days a week. As a working mum, I found that that worked really well for me to have that Friday to kind of catch my breath before the kids would be, you know, finish school on the Friday. And I've decided to go back to that again. So 
pretty much over the last 18 months, I've been pretty free with my time in the sense that I've caught up with friends on any day of the week necessarily, which meant that I worked five days because my days were mixed up of kind of uh, a bit of social and a bit of work. Because I'm not going to work Fridays now, I'm going to push my social activities to a Friday so that I then have more focused time for work. And that works for me. That might not work for you. You might want to go, hey, I'm going to work in the mornings and then I'm going to, you know, do some solid work for four hours and then I'm not going to do anything else. Remember as well that when you work for somebody else, you've got to work 37 and a half, 40 hours a week, whatever it is. When you work for yourself, you can work any hours that you want. The reality is you'll end up working more because you do when you start a business. You don't get to work less hours at the beginning because it's just not possible. There's so much to do and you're the only one doing it. So think about your routine and what that would look like. Now, there's something else that's really important to me in terms of my routine, and that is exercise. And I just find that if I get up and do some exercise in the morning, and again, this depends what you're like, the husband does not exercise in the morning. He's an afternoon or an evening exerciser, whereas I can't be bothered with that. I want to get it up. I want to get up and get it done with, get it over and done with. I find that the days where I get up and exercise first thing, I am far more productive. I've got up, I've energized, I've really exerted myself. And I just find that that sets me up for the day. Like I say, that may not work for you, but I definitely find that I'm more productive on the days when I've got up and done my exercise first, which leads me into my second uh, point around a bit of routine and stuff like that. And boys, if you're listening to this, you probably won't, um, unless you've got long hair, you probably won't really think much about this. But as, 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 a, as a woman with long hair, I find hair washing dominates uh, some of my uh, my activity or my plan in terms of exercise, in terms of if I'm doing a Zoom call and I'm recording it. Um, so I like to plan my hair washing around my exercising. And I tell you the other thing, and this is a bit, this is a bit ridiculous, but it really matters to me. I feel much better about the day when I've washed my hair. So I don't wash it every day, but I do feel better about my day when I've washed my hair. Now, if you're listening to this and you're rolling your eyes going, oh my God, Laura, that's so ridiculous. So be it. I just find that when I have washed my hair and I've blow dried it, I feel better place to tackle the day and I feel much more positive. And that might be a bit ridiculous to somebody else, but honestly, it matters to me. So I'm up, I've exercised, I've washed my hair. Yes, I'm going to face the day. So the other thing to think about then when you, uh, after you've you know washed your hair and you're getting dressed, is what you wear. Because remember, when you work for yourself, nobody's saying, hey, this is the office dress code and that, that skirt's a bit short or, you know, that's that denim or leather is not appropriate for the office. But when you are at home all the time, which I am, because my office is at the bottom of the garden, I'm at home a lot. There's a temptation to, you know, put your hair up. And if it's a non-hair washing day, put your hair up in a mum bun and uh, scrape it back. Maybe not bother with any makeup. Maybe put something, uh, you know, tracky bottoms on, which before the pandemic, I would never have worn tracksuit bottoms. But now I'm a convert to casual wear. In fact, I bought a like this kind of lounge wear in the sale at Christmas. And my daughter says I look like a PE teacher. I think I look quite cool in it, but she says I look like a PE teacher. Anyway, 
Uh, when you wear stuff like that, there's no problem with that. But I generally find I'm less productive when I'm wearing what I would consider to be loungy clothes. So although there's nobody telling me what to wear and I can do what I want, wear what I want, I do find that in terms of mindset, I'm much more productive when I'm wearing something which makes me feel nicer. So today, as I'm recording this, I've done two podcast interviews already um, and I'm recording this and I'm going to do another solo episode after. I've got a dress on, I've got tights on and I've got boots on and I don't know why, but that makes me feel more, a bit more me, a bit more Laura today. It makes me feel good. Um, So another thing to consider when you are going to work for yourself is what that environment will look like. Now, when I first went out on my own, I had visions that I would work from the kitchen table because um, we have an office in the house and my husband uses it and we can't share it because he makes confidential calls and things like that. So I was going to work from the kitchen table Great. You know, kids are at school. I can work from there during school hours and it will be great. Uh, And then, of course, what happened was as I was leaving my job, the pandemic hit and I suddenly had three kids doing homeschooling. So I had one child sitting at the breakfast bar and then the other two children sitting in their bedrooms doing a limited amount of homeschooling and my husband in his office. So the only place for me to go, which was quiet and I could shut the door and not be disturbed was in the lounge sitting on the sofa and it's just no good it's no good it was no good for my posture it was no good for my concentration it was no good for my professionalism when I wanted to do a zoom call and I was you could tell I was sitting on a sofa really difficult and I found that very difficult because the temptation was to just sit back on the sofa, flick around on my phone, maybe put the telly on, just not great. So I persevered with the sofa, my sofa office, um, for quite a long time. And then somebody gave me uh, a desk and I put that at the end of the lounge and I worked from there, um, which was much better. And I immediately felt more productive and I don't know why I hadn't done it before. And then, uh, I had my office built at the bottom of the garden, which was my dream. And it is wonderful. I'm recording this podcast from my office. It's a frosty day. The heating's on in here. It's lovely and warm. It's the most beautiful space. So have a think about when you work for yourself, what would your environment look like? I know not everybody can have an office, like either in the house or at the bottom of the garden. I'm not saying that. But have a space which is just for you for work. Think about where would be quiet, where would have some natural light, where you'd feel good. Maybe you'd have a view. So maybe you're not facing a wall. Maybe you were looking out to the garden or something, Um, looking out the window if you're in a flat or, you know, you're upstairs. Think about what nice things you could have around you to make you feel like you're at work. And again, there's nothing wrong with working from the sofa. And I do still work from the sofa sometimes. But you definitely feel in a more work frame of mind when you're sitting at a desk and you have, you know, nice things around you. You've got an aesthetically pleasing office, which I definitely do. So some of the other things to think about in terms of starting as you mean to go on is think about your diary. Think about when you were in your professional corporate gig, whatever you were doing before you had a diary and you had meetings and 
client calls or whatever and you had things that you needed to do and you had deadlines and it's no different when you work for yourself so you still have all of those things but now you're in control of it so nobody else is putting those things in your diary but you need to be really clear about that um how you manage that diary and how you use your time effectively and let me tell you that when you first start out into business you'll be doing all of the things for all of the people and saying yes to everything and not enjoying half of it. And then later on, you'll realize that you don't need to be saying yes to everything. And actually there's more productive uses of your time and you'll get a bit more focused and a bit more, um, what's the word? Selective. Um, but at the beginning you'll just say yes to stuff and that's okay because it's important when you work for yourself that you build those connections and connections and having a network is so important when you work for yourself. Remember, in a in an organisation, when you're employed, you have colleagues. You might not necessarily like them, but you've got colleagues. When you're on your own, you don't. So you need to find your group, your network, those connections, those people that understand you. So I mentioned earlier. Remember that when you start in a company, or when you, you know when you have a boss. You have like reviews and you have objectives and you have goals, right? You have goals that are set. And those goals are really important because goals keep us focused. They keep us moving. They keep us making progress. We know where we're trying to get to. We know what work we need to do. We can break that goal down into smaller steps. And it's so important that even when you don't work for somebody else and somebody else isn't giving you those goals, that you set goals for yourself. Now, they don't have to be huge goals, but they could be quite small ones. But certainly at the beginning, set yourself goals and targets that you will achieve in those early weeks, because otherwise it's so easy to fiddle around, waste time, not really getting stuff done. Think about what you'd like to achieve. Goal setting is something that I'm absolutely passionate about. And it's something that I really work with my clients to think about. If you don't know how to get somewhere just by making small steps towards it. So ticking off smaller goals will help you to reach that bigger, kind of more all-encompassing goal that you've got. And the last thing I urge you to think about in terms of starting as you mean to go on when you're stepping into that business or even when you're kind of stepping into it and it's a side hustle, think about recognition So when you work for somebody, you have reviews, somebody will say, that was really good, Laura, well done. Or I like the way you delivered that session. Fantastic. Or, oh, we've got some great sales, you know, if you're in that kind of business. And uh, there will be somebody, hopefully, giving you a pat on the back, giving you some recognition, telling you what a good job you're doing. Now, when you work for yourself, you don't get that. So you have to find those levels of recognition in yourself. So you have to find those moments of real kind of, um, you know, you've hit a goal, you've hit a milestone, something's gone really well. And you need to find a way to recognize those and to give yourself a a pat on the back, whether that's virtually or, um, you know, whether that's a hypothetically, that's not the word. What am I looking for? Whether it's a real pat on the back or imaginary, that's not the word I'm looking for, but I can't think what it is. Anyway, my point is, Think about how you can look at your progress and look at your kind of the things that you're achieving and give yourself some recognition. Now, I started off with this where I had a box and every time something good happened, I would write it on a post-it note with the date and I'd put it in the box. I've got really, really slack with doing that. I haven't done it for 
ages, but I wish I had um, because it's so good. I remember writing down when I had like 200 followers on Instagram and how pleased I was. And the first time somebody paid me for some coaching and the first time somebody went, wrote a comment in my group, like did a post that wasn't a, wasn't a reply. It was a post that they'd written. All things like that are so important when you are building your business. The first customer that you've got, the first person that buys something from you, the, uh, the first click on your website, it doesn't matter what it is. It's the first of all of those things is so important. And you'll look back on those moments. You'll have forgotten about them otherwise, but you'll look back on them later on and be so glad that you found a way to recognize your progress, your development, your learning, your knowledge, how your confidence grew, how you felt better in yourself, how you really lived that dream business, how you got to the point where you experienced freedom, fulfillment, flow and fun. So start as you mean to go on, my friend. Think about how you want to be when you work for yourself. And even if you haven't taken the plunge yet into setting up your own business, into being an entrepreneur, being your own boss, whatever you want to call it, start thinking about those things now because it's things that you don't really think about when you work for somebody else. But when you work for yourself, you have the ultimate control. See you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favor? Please leave a review. A five star one would be perfect. And subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. Oh, and don't forget to come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. I would love to help you to transition into your own dream life. It's what I'm really good at. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.